right, all right, you guys. Welcome to the Comfort Level Podcast. It's me, Jenny. Been here with us. Uh, we thank our guests, our live viewers, and our live studio audience. As you know, we're located at 1656 Kane Avenue in Camden, New Jersey, here at their academy. And uh, we are a community-based promotional platform exposing the voices of the voiceless to bring awareness to brands created by the people for the people. We use our voices to share truth, creativity, and encouragement with our listeners to nurture, heal, and inspire them in hopes and effort to make the world a better and more empathetic place. Here at WCMD Media and Dare Academy, we are becoming a part of the spotlight for the County of Camden to build and enhance the quality of life by bringing awareness to our outlets, our programs, and self-help topics. Our guests range from independent entrepreneurs, mainstream music artists, creators, city officials, and county businesses, not to mention great uh, visual from our surrounding cities and areas that support our city, either directly or indirectly. We also offer red carpet interviews. You know, social media has taken over every aspect of our lives and our culture, and our platform, uh, it might be the same as other podcasts, but our guests are unique. They're popular and they have been supporting the qualities of human life. Our plan has always been to bring an extra push to the voices that we in some areas often overlook. From indie to mainstream, our music sends the message of strengths and struggles of the composer. Our authors introduce literature that exposes the depths of human stability in health and nature. With the goal of staying on top of our marketing and developing, we radiate good habits to our community and yours. And we also have a lot of fun. (laughs) This is our comfort level. So, uh, we can be viewed in a lot of places anywhere uh, you get podcasting. Uh, we can be viewed live and recapped on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and via web. Make sure you check out all our outlets, uh, the Comfort Level Podcast and WCMD Me. Uh, do podcasts here, okay? And we're also breaking records. That's right, we break records. Uh, get your tracks on the radio, online, uh, online, FM, whatever. You know, get the DJs playing your songs. So if you're interested in that, you can check me out as the owner of RMC Independent Radio and my 6 p.m. Friday show, Broadcast on the block105.com radio. Okay? So, uh, both online stations where artists earn royalties, both play 24 hours daily. So you can, uh, submit your tracks, uh, to the host, to host at 
thecomfortlevel.com, thecomfortlevel.com host, okay? Or if you prefer realitymusicco at gmail.com. Most, uh, most people know that. So, hi, Meek. Philly's baby is, is here. She's watching. Thanks for coming through. I'm going to um, give us some Instagram views in just a few minutes. We got a great guest coming up today, and he's going to let us know about the process. Yes, that's what it says. Mark V. Smith, he, he's going to let us know about the process for living a uh, healthy and uh, more understanding and prosperous life. So he's coming up uh, today shortly at 5.30. I will be bringing him in. Okay. So um, I really didn't uh, prepare anything really because I was going to play it by ear. But I wanted to let you guys know about the um, Lie Heat program for people. I know people are still struggling to pay uh, their electric bills and uh, heating bills at a time like this. Yes, I know the weather is starting to change. Spring is here. And uh, well, the bills still are lagging and you're getting ready to use uh, air conditioning. So make sure that you check out um, the OEO and Lie Heat programs uh for people who have outstanding electric and gas you know and this is for both uh low income residents or you know whatever it's a forgiveness program uh the resident cannot already be a home energy assistance client but they may be low income so there's funding available if a person has an outstanding electric bill that is in arrears a person can receive up to $5,000 on their arrears. And if they have an outstanding gas bill, they can receive up to $8,000. Arrearages on both electric and gas bills, a person can receive up to $13,000 to get that bill paid. So that's through the state of New Jersey. You know, they began sending out lists with names of customers. I don't know if you got yours, but even if you didn't, uh, make sure that you contact, uh, you can check that out right off of, uh, your electric bill. Make that phone call. Or if you're in Camden County, uh, you can go to the, um, OEO Low Income Home Energy Assistance Program out on, uh, Route 70 in Pensauken. Yes. And there's also funding available under the weatherization program uh, for heater and hot water heater repairs. So if you need that, you can get up to $1,500. Yeah, that's that's some good stuff. You know what I mean? That's some good stuff. So that forgiveness program, you know, is available from the state of New Jersey. Make sure you, uh, you can even uh, go Google forgiveness program and you'll see uh from the state of new jersey all right so like i said we got mark v smith coming up we also uh booked some some great guests uh i'm gonna keep bringing it to you you know every thursday we had the mogul queen herself janika quinones rare her her um Mogul Queen Consultant and her rare jewel organization, which is giving help to, uh, kids with trauma. Okay. 
So also, uh, you notice summer is coming. She's speaking all over. So we're going to make sure that um, we keep you informed of the events where she will be speaking. And if you uh, wish to have Janika Quinones, mogulqueenconsulting.info would be the way to contact her. Yes. So uh, on March the 22nd, we're going to have Javon Matharu, a life coach and author, come in and talk to us a little bit about life. You know what I mean? We all go through something. We go through something. You know what I mean? Even me, such as myself, people look at me like, you know, oh, she's a strong woman. She's strong. I'm strong in areas, in other areas of weak. You know what I mean? And I need help sometimes on some different uh, things. That theme song didn't come out too good. I made a whole video, and I guess I probably... uh downloaded the the wrong one. Well, we'll get that next week. <laughs> I'll go home and make sure that I tag it right. Mm. So, you know, this is a live podcast, so mistakes are made sometimes. You know, just like in everyday life, mistakes are made. And that's why we have a chat here to correct them. So, um, I appreciate the engagement. If you have any questions whatsoever, please put them in the chat or put them in the call or call in. The number is 856-964-WCMD, which is 9263. It's running across the bottom of the screen. You can call in. We can hear your voice. We can hear your question and have your question answered when our expert comes on. And, you know, I started doing this, you know, I know that, you know, I am a music manager and have music artists, radio shows, you know, dabble in everything that has to do with music, you know, but I wanted to have a separation uh, from the music with the podcast. Of course, the music artists need exposure, you know. But put it this way, so many of them, you know what I mean? There's so many of them, and I feel like um, your music is also um, a gift to us, you know, but uh, it's not special. It can't be special unless you put something with that, you know, to give to us. You know, we as fans, okay, we giving you our special attention by listening to your music, subscribing to your channels, buying your music, buying tickets to your shows, and spreading the word about you. You know, as a loyal fan, that is what we do. You So, you know, other than music, you know, I express to my uh, co-hosts, which are also music artists, uh, Papers, Mills Young, they're also music artists. And I had to explain to them about how I was going to separate the, the music from the podcast. 
Not that we're not bringing music to the podcast, but this podcast is not uh, syndicated for mainstream music as of yet, because our game is stepping up every day. But it's not syndicated for the mainstream music, and you know, I don't do nothing unless I got legends, you know what I mean? I don't do it, <laughs> you know what I mean? I want realness, you know what I mean? And I'm not saying that nobody is real, but you have to understand me. You know, this is my time. So, you know, they always say the heart wants what it wants. Well, the heart and the mind wants what it wants, Um simultaneously, you know, so I'm always thinking about something that, you know, I can create, I can create, and I had the vision, you know what I mean, but when the vision comes and everybody just wants to stand on the mic and rap, it blows the vision, you know what I mean, and it's not helping us because of the lyrics, okay, we need a little bit more in the lyrics, we need you uh, feeding the homeless, we need you serving, um, pulling in uh, awareness groups. We need things like that. The home is in a wreck, okay? The home is in a wreck. And those are the reasons why you're singing those lyrics. Everything's in a wreck. Hopefully y'all can hear me. Let me see, make sure that mic is good. So the home is in a wreck and the lyrics is coming and the lyrics are making it worse and worse and worse. It's one thing when you're telling your story. How many times are you going to tell the same story? I want to know, like, really, with the artist, like, who are you talking to? You know, with all, uh, I'll, I'll do this, I'll do that. Who are you talking to? Okay, we got it. We, we want to know. Okay. Now back to the guests. March 31st, we got Katie Kanakis coming and you know who she is, you know. Yes, Katie does music and also, you know, she's a big, uh, movie star. And, you know, I can, uh, we got Joe Templin coming. Shaylee is coming. Sue Lindquist, Rusty McDonald and Imani Labels is gonna finally give me an interview. So, what's up? Look, look at the wind blew in. <laughs> Little square box, yeah, yeah, yeah. like Bobby Brown. Up uh, there. What's up, Bob? What's going How on? What's been? going on? I'm already and stuff, you know. In, in, in a while. Yeah. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Papers, y'all. Yeah, paper man back with a banger man. You know what time it is, baby. Sitting here with Jenny Schmanny on a cover level podcast at WCMD Media. <laughs> right back What's in. What's going on? Right. What's the deal? How y'all doing out there? We ain't doing up? nothing. We just talking about, you know, I was just telling them what I was doing uh, with the podcast, how we was going to um, try to, uh, you know, improve a little bit, bring bring a little bit more. Um, this one is awareness uh for the people you know what i mean start working on our inner selves and and home do mm. you know what i mean good other good, than the good. music yeah i like that little haircut it's oh yeah thank, yeah, you, thank it's you thank you thank you make you look what, 10 years younger is that the <laughs> effect that you're trying to get ah you know i wasn't going for that but you know um i just thought it would bring some type of uh new type of energy you feel what i'm saying so 
You know, I love to have my hairline saggy. You know what I'm saying? I got the Steve Harvey headline. Yeah, you look like Steve Harvey. What's up? There it is. Paper's got new haircuts, y'all. Back with banger. Yeah, you know what time it is. Yeah, it is. Paper man, back with a banger man. So what's so what's been up other than that? Um, since you've been uh, on your little hiatus, <laughs> I've just been working. Tell you working. Too, I've been working. Yeah. yeah, I've been working so much. Like I've been doing so much HVAC. It's been crazy. Like so many installations and boilers and getting yelled at. It's <laughs> just like all of this the same mixture. You feel what I'm saying? But getting paid quite good too so you know so check just, that out but that's but, really interesting because I was just telling the audience um, about you know we cut down on the music and stuff because you know the artists done told their stories and everything and now their lyrics ain't nothing but a bunch of junk we don't even know who they talking to mm-hmm. but this is a prime example right here of somebody that's doing something else that's this is what I'm saying the I know that I know papers and I know that they he does more than HVAC, he restores homes and stuff like that and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, right. Yeah, so yeah. you know, I do a lot, okay. but <laughs> yeah, but I, I mean, try to keep it together, you know. Yeah. That's what you're supposed to do. You like one of these? You know, uh you gotta keep it together. Uh yeah, I take a water. But you know, Hey, the, the, the most that I can say is I've been having a good time. It's, I've, it's been teachable. It's been learnable. Uh, you know, I still got a whole lot to learn. It's, it's still a, a habit doing HVAC. <laughs> you know, but... Uh, well, how long have you been doing it? Uh, I've been doing it for... Shoot, like, You're certified in it, right? Yeah, like, yeah. like three years. This is what I'm saying. But you I just got I mean? into it the last... like. Like actually doing the work in the last six, like five months. Oh, okay. So you work under somebody and stuff. And yeah, that's why I've been gone because I've been doing HVAC. Right. I know. I've been talking <laughs> to you. I got the HVAC. Years. It was like, oh, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But it's 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 it's, but it's that's decent. what you got to do. He it's copped decent. the trade up. You yeah. know what I mean? He been yeah he, he had the trade, but he he got you got to implement it. You know yeah. why would you take a course? In something and not do it, you waste your time. You think, mm-hmm. or maybe you know. Sometimes people have to take uh, some other instruction to get to where they're getting to. You know what I mean? Like a nurse has to take, you know, a bunch of classes, even though she's not going to be in that field. You still know how to save somebody from you. You know how to deliver a baby, even though you're a dentist. Yeah, that way. Yeah. yeah. Different well, heads. see, at HVAC, you gotta you gotta learn so many different different. You gotta learn a boiler. It's different things to boiler, different tools. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 putting in a, um, a downstream, a upstream. Uh, putting in um, uh, uh, <laughs> furnaces is, is different. Yeah, okay. You know what I mean? You got so many different type of joints, like, and you gotta really memorize this stuff too because you gotta know the, the different tools to use. Right. You know, different setups and all that. Like, so I don't know. But that's what I've been doing. I've been I've been maxing and relaxing, baby. Working real hard. Going home, going to sleep. Because <laughs> that's what it make you do. You by the time you get home, you be so tired. 
You be ready. Yes. Go to sleep, man. I try to tell you, man. You, and then you got to wake right back up for it and do it again, you know. But it's a good thing. It's a good thing. Good things come to those who wait, you know. You know, you spend money every day, but, you know, the real good things that come to you in life, that's what you look forward to. That's what you look forward to. Not so much the money. So you're saying it's a process? Yeah, it's always a process. It's a process in everything that you do. Process, uh, uh, you know, you gotta have awareness. You gotta be, you know, knowledgeable. You gotta be on point. Well, um, I'm gonna send this out. What's that? Uh, to our guest. His name is Mark V. Smith. Hey, what's going on, Mark? <laughs> he's not here yet, unless he's watching. And he'll be in on just a few minutes, and he's gonna tell us about the process. Mm. Okay. We always need a little, you know. We all need a little lift in life from time to time, you know, uh, just to, uh, you know, to get some type of balance in life and. and, and just to be able to know that you can make it in life, and yes, we do. And, and being able that you, to know that you can, you can, you can, you can, you can go further. You know, uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all we all do. So uh, you know, you you know, it's not just that. I mean, like it's a lot of people that's living. You know, I ain't gonna say fraudulently, but you know, they're not happy. They try, and you know. When the pandemic came, we found out a lot more about each other. Oh, yeah? You know what I mean? We found out a lot. And we had to make a lot of adjustments. Like, say say somebody wasn't home a lot or whatever. When the pandemic came, you had to stay home more. So you ain't even know what was going on at yeah, home you, during the day while you right. was at work. Yeah, you know, you looking you at it like, like yeah, like, is this what you mean? Yeah. Yo, get me out of eight balls. You got some work? You got some work? Oh, I. We look, can't go in because they said the uh, look. I went and picked up a second job just to, you know, you just so you won't, you know, doing deal the with the, the, yeah, doing the daytime stuff. Woo. Being in the house with the kids is one thing, you know. You couldn't go out to dinner. Yeah, you couldn't do that. You, you know, couldn't all that do other stuff, anything. So. It was nothing to do. You had to make up time. You had to make up your time. You know what I mean? Yeah, to start uh, grow, growing the, growing your own garden so you could be outside uh, tilling the garden and things like that. You know, but we all struggle with mental uh, things and stuff like that. So, you know, it was a struggle. How are you? Lady? I'm well. I'm good. How about yourself? I hear you great. I'm doing great. Uh, I, was, I, was, I was listening to y'all over on Facebook Live a few minutes ago. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. We, we, we was trying to uh, stay with it to bring you in on it. Mr. Mark B. Smith, welcome to the Comfort Level Podcast here at WCND. This is my partner, Hello, Papers. Papers. I need a good HVAC guy out here in the Maryland area. Come on out here. Get some work. <laughs> no doubt. Ain't no doubt. He How's everybody doing this evening? Excellent. Good, good, good. Thank you, thank you all for having me again. It's a pleasure. I'm glad to have you. I had, um, well, let me tell you how I found more. How he, he found me. That's what he did. I um, 
I applied and I made a page on, I forgot what it's even called. Oh, but I made a page where uh, you can find podcast guests and different guest uh, speakers and motivation. everything that I need is on there. And they just start coming at me left and right. And Mr. Mr. Smith was one of the first ones that came at, at me. Yeah. And so we, um, well, he said that um, he could bring something to the podcast that uh, would help us out. Like we keep this podcast uh, going to build up the culture, awareness and things like that. You know, just trying to make things better, you know, because we know it's been, it, it, it's been hard. In the last two years, it's been even harder. And a lot of us suffer with traumas that have been overlooked and things like that. Mm-hmm. So could you just tell the world what you do? <laughs> well, again, I'm, good. I'm glad to be here. I am a, um, um, some people would say a motivational speaker. But I like to say I'm a transformational um, trust agent. Let's just put it like that. You know, I, I you hear me talking a few minutes ago about some of the things that I did when I was younger. And I used to say I used to live life transactional, meaning what can you do for me? How are you going to help me benefit? And then I realized as I got older um, that it's not about living transactional. It's about living transformation. And it's about sharing gifts and sharing your talents and sharing words of encouragement to people in, in a rough world. You just hit it right on the head. It's a rough, rough world. You know, we look at social media. We look at the television. Everything is so negative in, in connotation. And, you know, we even walk outside and there's that negative energy and that negative vibe. Yeah. So I said back in just 2000, 2019, what can you do, Mark? You need to get your behind off the sidelines, get back into the front lines and share your story, share your journey, share your quest with individuals to help make them better, uh, help make them better every single day versus what the news says, which is make them bitter every single day. We've been focusing on the phrase, save one young life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's powerful. Uh, you know, I, I, um, I spoke about, about three, weeks ago and you in Baltimore, um, right downtown Baltimore. And a young lady came up to me and said, well, Mr. Smith, I, I love what you were talking about growth. And we're going to touch on my acronyms here in a second. She said, I love when you talk about growth. She said, what is your ultimate goal? Because I teach a lot about thinking, uh, you know, you, I heard you before you talked about something earlier before, while I was in backstage about changing the, 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 the vault, the, the vault, excuse me, the vibe and the culture of music. How some of these rappers just come on here and they don't know what they're talking about. And what you guys are starting to develop, I, I say that old mentality, some people can see, but not many have vision, right? So my vision was to change change over, well, over 350,000 lives through the, through the course of what I do. And she said, well, you know, Mark, how are you planning to do that? I said, I'm doing it now. Because one changes two. Two, as you talk about, two saves four. Four saves eight. Wow. And then you, now we're starting to affect the generation. Now yeah. we're changing lives. We're changing families. We're making making. Uh, I, I also facilitate a, a, a program in Baltimore called the a Baltimore Responsible Fatherhood Program. So I sit down with these men and talk to them about the importance of, of how much our our world, our society needs them to step up. How much our children? Not so much. Quit looking at your children. Think about your grandchildren. 
Think about their children and what what the legacy, what you want to leave for them. How impactful are the words that you're going to speak and what you say mean to them to make it even better? So I, I told her when she said 300, over 300,000 lives, she said, well, do you think that's really a daunting task? I said, no, because I, I fell short. Maybe I should have said 1,300,000 because mm-hmm. we got to continue to push this. We got to continue yeah. to push we got to continue to push the level of expectation. We got to push the level of consistency. We got to push the level of drive in our men and women in, in, in our cities. Because again, we can change the narrative, but we got to change the mind to change the narrative. Right. Yeah. And we don't want uh, people to lose faith on us as people. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we can be a strong force when we come together, you know, mm-hmm. when we think it right. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, I did. A, I always do an exercise. Um, not only do I teach that group, I teach another program which is called Strive, and it's called it stands for Support, Training, and Valuable Employees. So I work with young men and women who are just recently uh, released from prison, and they they come in, you know, and they feel that you know society has been against them, which against them, most of them have, you know, they're warranted for feeling that way because that's all they know at that particular time. So I teach an intense three week program in the first. The, we, I believe in meeting them where they are. And once we know where they are, then we have that opportunity to take them to levels which they was already inside of them, but they need to be pushed. So I, I, we work, we work with that. We work with that area. Then the next area, we work with verbiage because we can, we have the opportunity to get in front of everybody and say our message and say what we want or how we can best affect them, and especially in terms of employment, because that's what they're there for. So I help them with resume development. I help them with practice mock interviews. The last week of this cycle, I we form companies. We do something, two things. We do something called company creation, where they take a company, build it from the ground floor up, uh, have everything that's entitled in their company, and we help them package this, and we start to send it out to banks, lenders, investors, those types of individuals who are willing to invest their money. Then we also put them in front of uh, in front of companies themselves to interview for not only internships, for jobs, for for opportunities within that organization. So it's it's about really taking a structure, taking our, our neighborhoods, taking our vision, taking not done with seeing. Let's execute that vision now. Let's put these people in a different mindset that kind of help. I, I don't say go forward all the time, family. I say help them grow forward because it's all about growing to get to where they need to go. You, you talked to um, Sharif, the mayor of, what what is it, the deputy mayor? Mm-hmm. Sharif Street mm-hmm. in Philly about some the same similar program like that. I was yeah. with you that day. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. so uh, Papers is also um, a music artist that had a little... Uh, I don't know if you want to talk. You just had a learning experience. That's all yeah. you, you just had a learning experience in life. And that made that, that I, I, had time, I wrote, when I wrote something about that, because again, I write, I write in acronyms and I do it because I want you to be able to remember what I'm talking about. See, a lot of times we can go hear speakers talk. And we don't. We only remember a small percentage of what how they made us feel just for that, that yes. period of time. But yes. but but it's about it's about leaving them something that's applicable or they can apply every day in life. Mm. So in season the first season of, of the process, I wrote something called which which I said is a foundation because we all need home, right? We all got to have that base camp. We got to have some place to go 
when we need to kind of regroup and get ourselves together. So the very first message that I wrote back in 2019 was called air. And, you know, when I presented to everybody, they looked at me and said, I said, yeah, but check this out. I'm going to add that extra R that stands for accountability, integrity, responsibility, and respect. Okay. Think about that for a second. We can't accountability. That is one of the deepest things that we have to get back to doing every single day. You talked right. about, you talked about taking, looking back, taking a vision of self inside the home. I heard you before, before we came on the air, As, but we can't do that until we become accountable to who we are and what we're supposed to do. We can't blame somebody else. You know, I had, I had my own brush ins with the, with the law. I had, I did my own dirt. I had my own things that, that weren't sub, that were well below the standard of how I should have been living. So I had to go back and take a look at myself and say, well, hey, wait a minute, Mark. Is that what, how you want to be? Is that what, how you want to be remembered? Or what do you want to do? So I couldn't blame anybody else. Secondly, I said there needs to be some integrity aspect in there. Doing what you're supposed to do when others aren't looking. Now, Papers, I know you said you get your supplies, papers, everything done, left it out there in trash, and just pack up your truck, pack up your thing, and you can go. But guess mm-hmm. what? You got integrity. So you're going to clean up that mess because that's that represents you. Right. A lot of lost art. People don't have integrity a lot of times. Then there's their responsibility. I am now, since I have, have met both of you, I now, I now become responsible to you. I come so anything that I say or anything that I do, it has to reflect strongly on the the, the comfort level podcast. It has to respect <laughs> on WCMW. I re, I'm I lived 13 years in the state of Arizona. I'm still responsible to the young men and women, young men who I coach high school football out there, back in Ohio where I'm born and raised, here in the DMV. I'm responsible for these people every single day because now. I'm trying to push a standard saying, wait a minute, I can't let you do that, brother. I can't let you do that, sister. We got to get better. And the last one, which is the most important thing in that uh, acronym, is respect. Mm-hmm. I feel that we had truly lost that a lot of times. You know, we, as we get, I don't want to say older, Jan, I'm sorry, wiser. <laughs> as we get wiser, you know, we realize the value of what respect is and, and how much and how important it is to, to make sure that we're, we're we're talking to that. We're preaching to that. We're letting them know, hey, it's okay to disagree, but we don't have to do it the wrong way. I may not believe in how you're doing things, but that's my personal belief. That doesn't have to mean that you have to stop doing it. So uh, accountability, integrity, responsibility, and respect became my baseline, became my core to start to build the process off of. And from there, I just, I, I took it and just ran with it. Now, mm which is called If I Only Knew Then What I Know Now. But in each one of those messages, there is a, approximately four to six acronyms with messages inside each one of those series that, that means something. It means something not only personally, professionally, but for everybody to, to kind of gravitate to as well. Yeah, and I, and I see why you you, you actually so went for those certain acronyms because they actually attracted certain people. You feel what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. On a different level, you know what I mean? Like you're more keen to 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 to, to open up to, to to those things when you see those things. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you know it, it makes it more visual, and then it makes you feel like all right, you can conquer whatever you need to conquer. Because then it makes you whole when you understand everything that you know what you're trying to put together as one conglomerate to be a circle, so that people can mm-hmm. uh, basically get. Mm-hmm. That's not complex, but I'm, I'm bringing down that around. <laughs> you got it. You're on the right path. So, so after after season one, 
I, I will end within season one, right when I closed off, I said, but there's something, there's something that I have to give individuals to make sure that they understand it. And I always go back and talk about learning opportunities. I don't say that, you know, uh, I say that, that the, the, the mishap, <laughs> that the learning experience that both of us had, that a lot of us had, those were, those were actually designed by a higher power to stop me from, and you from getting to other levels that we didn't want to go. That's the way I think about it. <laughs> yeah. It, that, was the, that, was, that was somebody above us put the brakes on us and said, wait a minute, son, it's not for you. This is not for you. Let me get you back together. So I wrote something called growth. And a lot of people said, well, man, that, that's kind of like air. That's kind of a little weird. I said, no, but watch this. I said, growth stands for gradual reminder. Obstacles will test hope. Growth. Now, if you really think about that, every single day we have a reminder of some sort of obstacle that we've had or we go through. And I say obstacle is really an opportunity. It's how you look at it. It really is. It's an opportunity. But all we're, our hope is always being tested no matter what we do. We opened up this show talking about the negative connotations and things that we see in, in society. We open that door, man, and we see craziness that's going on inside the streets and around us. So our hope is always tested. But internally, that is our growth. It's designed to push us from one level to another. And I always say, man, look, change is, change is hard at first. It's messy in the middle, but it's rewarding at the end. So we got to continue to when we see those things, that those growth opportunities, don't feel bad about them. Don't woe is me anymore. Embrace that saying, wait a minute. Somebody's got something ahead of me that I need to push for. Somebody's stopping me in my tracks right now to say, wait a minute, wait a minute, young man. Wait a minute, young woman. It's time, I, I want to remove you from this. I want you to excel and, and be better, be the best that you can be. So these these messages come from from again, personal experiences. They come from what I've seen um, throughout my my um, fifty seven. I'm gonna tell you fifty seven <laughs> fifty seven years of life. You know, wisdom, a lot of years of wisdom behind me. So it, it's so impactful that you know I have to share. It. But when I said, I, I'm, I'm, I know I'm, I'm running at you, but when I said it, there's three things that I wanted to make sure that my messages did. One, I wanted everybody to understand that I believe that my stories has the potential to change someone's life. Yes. Every message that I have, every message that I write, every podcast that I do, every TV show that I've been on, every radio station that I've been on, I have to believe that my story has the potential to change somebody's life. Number two, I believe my story is worth sharing, even if it only impacts one person. See, we're not getting, I'm not getting, uh, uh, I don't, 99% of the times when I speak, I speak for free. Why? Because it can change somebody's life. If I help save your, your husband, if I help save your son, then guess what? That's more than, that's more than money. That's now, more than money. More than money. I don't, we got to eat. Don't get me wrong. We got to eat. However, <laughs> that, that change that you got to get out that mindset that we what's in it for me. Right. We, no more yeah. transactional transformation. And the last one that, that I said is paramount in everything that I do is I'm defined by what God says about me, not what other people think of me. I, I couldn't care if you agree or disagree with, with some of my messages, but my messages are for somebody. Somebody right. somebody's going to resonate from what I'm talking about. Somebody's going to understand, somebody's going to understand legacy. And I said that legacy means mm -hmm. leader, leaders exemplify greatness among choices over the years. Somebody's going to get it. Somebody's going to take that and they're going to run with it and they're going to go back and look in their family and they're going to look in that most valuable piece of furniture inside your home. 
the mirror before they walk out that door. That's the process. <laughs> That's the process. It's a deep process. I, 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 I can't say anything nah, because I know everything that he says is real. Well, you, you, know what? you know what? Because he's been walking around for 57 years. I've been walking around for 62. Okay? Mm-hmm. So I know what he's talking about. The whole entire purpose for the change that I made here on the podcast. Mm-hmm. whole entire purpose. Mm-hmm. So. You know, I, you know what, what's 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 amazing? You know, I always tell everybody, life is so simplistic. We convoluted. We we convoluted. We we do the, the dumb stuff that that cause situations cause situations for us to deal with. I didn't say problems. I said situations for us to deal with. But I really realized when the light bulb came on to me, you know, um, twenty twenty. I'm gonna say twenty years ago because again. <laughs> I'm going to say 20 years ago because I was still doing dumb stuff in my yeah, life. Listen, I'm 39 still, still messing still, up. Like, still doing dumb stuff. But I remember I remember sitting down one day because I've always wrote down things that, that made sense to me. And I said, I wrote this down. I still live by it. I say most people don't change to the pain of staying the same is greater than the pain of change. Mm-hmm. Most people don't change. Most people don't change. So the pain of staying the same is greater than the pain of change. You get sick and tired of being sick and tired of where you at. That's like a dope Mark just gave so me something, so you know bad. what I'm saying? Yeah, about to put it around like that song was high. But you know, you, you, if you think about if you think about it, that's the truth. I mean, that is factual. We get sick, you know, we all we've all heard that thing. I get sick and tired of being sick and tired. Well, that's what that means. You get tired of where you are and you say something has to change. I've got to change. I got, I got to really identify. Do I have a circle of people or do I have a cage? I got to identify what, what's there. What, what is, what is truly holding me back besides me? Cause at the end of the day, we control the thoughts we think and the actions we take. That's on us, right? So yeah. you, you got to get to that mentality. And I encourage all of us and listeners, everybody that, that cousin comes in contact with me. Take that time to really think about where you are and don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to, to change. Don't be afraid to grow. Don't be afraid of what, what society says about you. Cause you're not defined by what society says to find you, the, uh, the identifies you at. You defined by your own purpose. You, you, you created unique. Everybody's unique. Nobody's the same. Zero. <laughs> you, you were made with, with, with skill, with perfection, with the ability to be the, be- the best king and queen that you can possibly be. Every single day. Now go live your best life. Be accountable, have integrity, be responsible, and have respect. And things will things will roll just the way they're supposed to run for you. It will go back. Yeah, to it bring good and it bring good calm. Good uh, the morale will be always good because you following the the, the, the good steps. You feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. And you can still do what you do, but you just follow a certain guidelines, man. You mm-hmm. follow the guidelines, you think you'll be all right. Mm-hmm. Follow the saying. guidelines. Mm-hmm. So you got some guidelines uh, spiffied up. You know what I mean? <laughs> you can't, like, okay, I call myself a good person. Mm-hmm. I'm a good person, but you know, over the past year, 
I done seen a, a couple of loopholes, you know, in my personality where, you know, it's not appealing to other people like my family members or friends, you know, they don't like, it, you know what I mean? Which caused some of them to fall back on me, you know what I mean? And that's a change that, you know, I'm, I'm dealing with, put it mm. that way, I'm dealing with it. And, you know, I don't think that. I like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't like the change. So, you know, I want to fix it by improving myself. Change is hard at first, messy right. in the middle, but rewarding right. at the end. Yes. Always so, rewarding yeah. at the end. You know, I, yeah. uh, I drew some, I drew some controversy, um, when I speak, work with some of these men and women, as well as I was in Orlando over the, uh, over the summer. And I spoke at this venue in, um, with with young men and women. They were all sixteen to sixteen to eighteen. Okay. And I went on stage and I said, "I said I'm gonna mess you guys up at the very beginning." And I, what are you going? What can you do to say mess us up? I said, "Test this theory." I said, "Remember something: words lie, actions lie, but consistency doesn't lie." Right. Liar, could you be a consistent, you know, words lie, words lie. Meaning I can tell, I can tell, I've told so many things just to get my way over the, over the course of my life. I've done so many things, action, action items, or what I, what I wanted to see somebody else do by taking an action for them to get to my level, to get something that I wanted out of. But guess what? My consistency never lied. So when I realized and broke down who I was, I had to realize that I needed to change who I was and remain consistent. That's why today I tell everybody when I, when I teach and I talk and all that, you can't get me off my square. You can't. I'm going to be the same person I'm being here today. I'm going to be the same one. I'm going to smile. I'm going to have a good time. I'm going to laugh. This is Mark 24-7. What Mark 24-7 20 years ago? Tell you that wasn't it? Sure wasn't. wasn't. You know what they say? I cut you from the rooter to the tutor. I I (laughs) wasn't the same same person twenty years ago. Yeah, you wanted evolution to where you say, wait a minute, rootness, You got to change. You know, you have to be willing, no matter how how old we get, willing willing to grow. And willing right. to change some of the things to where you are to get to get better, to be yeah. better, to to realize your, your your true calling and what you do. So, and uh, I found I found that to be that words lie, actions lie, consistency doesn't lie. I found that to be a, another baseline of things that helps me stay centered. I, I'm going to be the same person every day. I'm going to walk out of this house. I'm going to walk out with a glow. With an extra W, gratitude living, others will witness. I'm going to walk out of here with a glow when I hit the street, when I go go to work, when I go to the store, when I go to the bank, when I go to put, put gas, high ass gas prices, when I go put gas in my, in my, in my truck. I'm going to make sure that no matter what I do, I'm going to, I'm going to have that smile. That, 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 that. <laughs> not at the gas, we're not smiling. I'm not Because he came to Jersey. I filled my truck some. up, right? So he was the guy he at the pump. He said, he said, he said, he said, you you said fill it up. He said it looked a little full. I said, well, listen, you know I got a truck. So tap <laughs> it off. <laughs> Put it in it. Man, five gallons got in there. And, it, and the, the needle looked like it was just dead. But it, it was five gallons. I said, see, you see why I put that little? And it, like, I gave him a 20 and it was like 24. So I was like, yeah, man, I'm high gas. And did it with a smile too, look. 
That's it. But you know what? We all know that at some point that's going to change. It's temporary. Right. It's temporary. It's going to go back. Yes. We, we still got to do, execute everything that we have to do right. in life with a smile and a positive mentality. That's it. Okay. That's all we can do. Well, I have a question. Absolutely. Go ahead. Okay. Now, I want to see if uh, you know when your lighthouse moment was when you realized that you had to make a change. Ooh. Back in two, well, I'm going to say back in 2000, 2000 and it, 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 it hit in the, the I believe, oh, let me back up. You said, you said, you said 2000? I want to give it to you. I'm going to say, two, yeah, I'm 2000 something. Hold on now, brother. <laughs> in, in, in 2002, um, my father passed away. My father passed away of cancer, uh, prostate cancer. So again, men, men, make sure you're taking care of yourself, take care of your business, because that's one of the leading leading killers in, of us. So, yeah. but prior to prior to that, you know, through I was a high school athlete, I was a college athlete, and me and my father did not have the most perfect relationship. And we, and I was the main reason why we didn't have that that great relationship. You thought you was all that? Uh, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and, and some. And so, mm-hmm. so um, and he worked extremely hard. He worked extremely hard for for myself and for my mom. I mean, seven days a week, twelve hours a day to to provide for us. And you know, although I thought I was bigger than what I was, it came to a point to where I realized in my early thirties that that was far beyond the case. And it took me to move nineteen hundred miles away from home to realize how much I appreciated his knowledge and things that he gave me. So in 2000, October of 2002, I lived in Arizona at that time. And every year for his birthday, he would come see me and we would go to Vegas. That was his thing. He wanted to go to Vegas. He wanted to gamble. He wanted to have a good time. He wanted to have a good time. So it would be me and him. We would, we would uh, catch a flight, a cheap flight to go from Arizona to Vegas. Yeah. We'd catch a flight, go over there, spend two or three days, come on back. Re- recover. <laughs> we need to recover from from that time. But the last time that he came, his name ain't Vinky, is it? Say <laughs> no. no. Well, last, last time he well, came, does that. Yeah, he was here in October. He came. He, he came to see me in October of two thousand two thousand two. And I remember him getting ready to leave, and he sat my boys down. He said at the table, and he told him, he said, "I want you guys to do me a favor. I want you to always take care of each other." I want you to always have that mentality. I am my brother's keeper. And my my sons are 11 months apart. So they're like, thick, were, were like thick as thieves. So my father, my father was a big Cleveland Brown fan, you know, being from Ohio. He, um, uh, he went back to Columbus, um, after that trip. And I had, uh, always every, every day after we mended our relationship. And I, of course, knew he had cancer. I called him just to say, hi, hey, pops, how you feeling? What's going on today? And we would, we would talk about sports. We talk about all types of things. Well, one particular Sunday, that Sunday, I, a Sunday specifically, I called him and I said, Dad, I want to see him. I say, how you doing? And the phone rang and, not, not, and no answer. I kept calling and calling, no answer. So I called my mom and, and no answer for her. So finally, she called me back about an hour later and she said, Mark, we're at the hospital with your dad. He wasn't feeling well. So I said, okay, keep me posted. And I had an internal clock on tunnel gut telling me something's not right something is just not right with my dad so um she called me back again at later a little bit later on she said well they found that your dad has 
uh, pneumonia. So they're going to give me some IVs and keep an eye on him and go from there. Um, she called back literally about midnight that night and said, Mark, the, the cancer has spread into his lungs and there's nothing that they could do for him. He's lost consciousness and we have him on a ventilator. I'll call you in the morning. So needless to say, I couldn't sleep that night. You know, there, there's, there's, I can't, I'm 1900 miles away. I just saw this man, uh, four, three and a half weeks ago, four weeks ago. And we have had a great time. And she called the next morning and said, Mark, um, the doctor said he's not going to make it. We have a choice. We can, um, we're going to have to pull him off the ventilator because he's not going to have the quality of life that, that we want him to have. Um, what, what do you do? I, I'm the only child. So I said, well, mom, that time it was November 16th. I said, mom, let's do it November 19th, uh, November 20th because my birthday is November 19th. I said, I don't want that day, November 19th, to tarnish the fact that I pulled my dad. Mom was responsible for pulling my dad off life support. Mm-hmm. Um, she said, okay. So she went back and told the doctors. November 17th came, November 18th came, November 19th came. I, at that time, I was working at the University of Phoenix as a regional trainer. So I would go around the country and, and speak to individuals about the power of education. And I was in a conference and I was doing, giving them a, a presentation and my cell phone rang. And normally it, it was my son who was calling, my youngest son. And normally he called about that time, three o'clock, let me know he's home from school. He's 10 years old that time. So I remember looking at it saying, I tell me he's home, no big deal. So I get back to my office after the conference or after the presentation, listen to his voicemail. He said, dad, I was calling to tell you ain't Pat called Poppy died. So that was a, a, a one por- a portion of when that light bulb came on. When the 19th? It was November 19th, ni- right. the day before he was supposed to be pulled off there. Right. My birthday is November 19th. So at that time, at that point in time, I was angry. I, I felt it took me, that was 2002. It took me to 2000 and, 2013, that, that gap right in there, defining moment gap before I realized what that message was trying to tell me. So one day I was driving to work uh, in 2013. And all of a sudden, I was uh, when I was driving, tears just start coming down my face. And I just pull, I had to pull over because I couldn't, I couldn't drive. And, you know, and it was just messing me up. So I got out the car and I said, God, what are you telling me? What, what is going on? Why, why have you allowed me to suffer this for, for 13 years? He said, just as clear as day, he says, son, there are no, there's no need for you to cry. Think about how blessed and highly favored you are. The day that I gave you life, 2000, November 19th, 1964, is the day that I took your father home to give him a real life, November 19th, 2002. How blessed and highly favored do you think that you are? And that resonated with me so tough to say I'm wasted. I wasted over 30 years, almost 40 years of my life being angry, being upset being um, um, selfish, being judgmental, doing all those things that life was not supposed to be. It took that act and that time, that time, that time frame of, of me intensifying the negativity, intensifying the anger, intensifying the transactional living versus the transformational living for me to really get it and say <laughs> what I'm writing about now, if I only knew then what I know now. So I wasted a lot of time. I wasted a lot of time. So I would, again, tell any of your listeners, anybody that's listening right now, don't wait. Time is never promised to anybody. Exercise forgiveness. Take lessons from everything that you do in life. 
Understand that life is not, it's going to throw you curveballs. But understand at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you have to manage those internal reviews that remove those opportunities that were missed. How do you do that? Your mirror. Your mirror. You manage. Especially for the ones that you care about. Absolutely. You manage those internal reviews. I had to. I, I had to go back and look at myself and say, man, you're a mess. Brother, you're a mess. You know, and all because you're being selfish. All because you're being self-serving. All because you you're not letting me work, and we all know that that whether it's God, whether whatever higher being that you believe, they move when they move. So you know, I, I think I also go back and think now that you know, I don't know how I would have lived with myself if I'd have been responsible for pulling my dad off life support November twentieth. I don't know how I'd have lived. You know, I could you know I could I would always second guess this if I'd have kept him on one more day. Maybe if I did have found a cure, if I kept him on two more days. You know, I, but God said, "No, son, I'm going to I'm going to bless you in a bigger way than you than what you did than, than what you can imagine. And this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to teach you a lesson. I'm going to make you humble again. But I'm also going to give you that power, that wisdom, and that knowledge to share what you have with other people. That's my story. Imagine standing there saying, "I can't do it. You do it. I can't do it. You do it." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. That was my mother. She was on life support. She, um, it was DVT. So, you know, the blood clot or whatever. Mm-hmm. And when we did that, she just flatlined by herself. We didn't have to pull nothing. So that was God. Mm-hmm. That was nothing but God because we wasn't right. pulled. We wasn't no mom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that, yeah. So that was that was really the development of um, the, the initial the initial uh, concept of where I came with the process. Again, it is it is an everyday function. It is an everyday look back, an everyday look at life for what it is, and understanding again that we can make it as as positive as we want to, or we can make it as negative as we choose to. I either choose to. Because again, we control the thoughts we think, the actions we take, and the visions we see. It's on us. You don't want to wait till it gets to the point of negativity. That's right. That's it's right. Get yourself out of it. You know what I mean? It's going to be harder to mend. You know, and most of the time, like you said, you know, the outcome is not even as hard as you giving into it. Man, you know what? I go back again. If I only knew then what I know now, I go back and think about, and I ask, I ask everybody the same question when I have a conversation with them at at a, at a event or I speak. Then tell me the last time, if you if you're sitting here, tell me the last time you didn't get through a tough situation. What what, what Cat Williams say? Uh, go ahead, I'll wait because you got through. The, 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 everything, one hundred percent. 100% of the time to a situation. The results may not have been what you wanted, but you got through. So what did you, what did you truly learn about that situation and about yourself? You learned that you are strong. You learned that you're fully capable and you know that you got to drive because the human spirit is hard to break. It's hard. If you do more, better results. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm trying not to cry up in here. <laughs> it's dust in the air. 
that's you know that's all we want you know what i mean because the families are tore up on the floor up you know not to be families no more and and it's hard you know nowadays mm-hmm. to like build a structure you know with people who like are defiant like they don't they don't care to have the structure they don't care to you know to to, to go along or if, if, if they get in a messy situation know how to clean it up or know how to be a better mate to each other you know what i mean some people just give up like oh no f you i don't love you no more it's i'm done and it's like it's like no 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 like, learn how to, to 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 deal with the problems learn how to do you know what I mean? and, and that applies to everything in life you feel what I'm saying? Not just and then you get, marriage, not just, you know what I mean? It applies to everything, business, uh, you know, everything. You know what I mean? You apply it the same way. you got to have that structure because mm-hmm. lost. And then you got the ones out there that they want to save the whole world, or at least their, their whole city or whatever, but you can't. <laughs> You, you can't. can't. You gotta save that person. That's I, 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 I say that. Listen, if I one gotta person, save him, he gotta save me. Like she said, first. If, if one person, to break down what she said earlier, if one person saves a, a young life, right? Mm-hmm. Then everybody will save each other. That's because right. Because we have to teach All it takes is just one person. So if you teach somebody and then they teach somebody, Somebody teach them. Somebody same on down the line. Mm-hmm. Everybody is going to teach each other. It. You feel what I'm saying? But you know, a lot of people don't. You, don't again, drive. The, you feel what I'm saying? So we live in a society. We we, we gotta lose. Have that. the time to do it because we gotta work. We live to work. We, we don't we work gotta, to live. You know what gotta, I'm saying? We gotta lose that that selfish mentality. It's not my problem. My, again, was that that the first R? The first R in in, in air responsibility. You mm-hmm. got to remember that it's still all of our responsibility. It's not yeah, just, it you know we, we can't pass the but. I used to say all the time, not my monkey, not my circus. I mean, it's not right. my problem. I mean, not my problem. Matter of fact, it is my problem. It is because guess what? This what what is going on affects my great my not only my grandkids. It's gonna affect my great grandkids. So what what do I do? Do I do I just talk about it or or fuss to uh, to friends and and colleagues? No, Mark, you got to get involved. Quit talking about it. Get involved. Get into action and make and help make that change. Help make that change again. What I say what I say legacy is is leaders exemplify greatness among choices over the years. Because That's how we you inherited it. it. That's <laughs> it. We inherited these, these problems. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they they came just like just like you know the president. You become and, president and of the United States. Too. All those problems that the United States had yours now. Everybody's blaming you, but they was there before you got there. Right, just like uh, whip, whipping whipping kids. Right, as black people, we never whipped kids back then. It wasn't mm-hmm. in our DNA. No, listen, it was proven that. Whipping kids came from early age of, you know, um, the Caucasian uh, culture, and it was implemented in our life, our way of life. Yeah, and then we started whipping our kids. We never really did it. We back in the African days, it wasn't whipping behind was not involved. You know, we were a loving 
you know, people. And then that, uh, goes, back, that goes back to the one word that you talked about, you, you, that you, you, you inferred or you talked about when you talked about people giving up, people just quitting. It's called communication. There was communication at that time. We, where is it? I can't even find it right now. We are so quick to give our kids the phone and to get out the way. We were, oh, we're yeah. so kids to put our son, our daughters in front of a television set for us to do what we wanted to do. Instead of taking, yeah, and take, yeah, leave me alone, go watch some TV instead of taking that time to enact on communication. That mm-hmm. falls in that bracket of respect. No, as well. that's you know what I mean? Right. It's, it's all about, it's all about that communication. And that's right. my two year old, we throw the football back and forth to each other and she, she catches it and she throws it back like a big football. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Those are the valuable times, man. Those are those are not there's no dollar value. There's no dollar value on that. It can never be. Kids are learning things. So and you I have did. to listen to them to make sure that they and haven't listen. learned the wrong thing. Or have the wrong understanding of what's going on. You gotta yeah. listen to them and you have to make sure that they're thinking right. Mm-hmm. So if, 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 if not, then that's only damaging their brains. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's some, uh, another thing that, uh, we talk about and we work on a lot is, uh, uh, Traumatic brain injuries and stuff mm-hmm. like that. You know, brain injury is an altered condition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, yeah. That's Absolutely. what it is. Yeah. It's altered, you know what I mean? And the only way, there's like no medicine to cure anything like that. No, you know it almost I mean? feels like, so I swear, it almost feels like you have It's talking to Mark Smith. <laughs> it's talking to me. It's talking to other people people with like minds, so that's going to mm-hmm. put some repair, you know, into the brain. Mm-hmm. Damage and trauma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's quiet. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. I mean, it's, it's true. It's true. It be addressed. It needs to be addressed. It's true. Like, the things that we went through, you know, while I learned a lot because on Thursdays, you know, I have a, a lady that comes, does the podcast with me. She's an authority. She has an organization uh, called Rare Jewel uh, where she uh, gives out life jackets to children and stuff like that because um, her lighthouse moment was when her daughter um, suffered a near drowning and now has a traumatic brain injury, mm-hmm. you know, and we also... Um, have some things in common, like some of the things that I was listening to you say, like your father or whatever, you know. My father, you know, he had prostate cancer as well, went to his bones and, you know, I watched cancer come out the top of his head. It's, you know, and he died at home, uh, with me. And, uh, that's traumatizing as well. that, You know, and it's been a number of years I've been having that inside me. But um, my first grandchild over 30 years ago, he drowned. Mm. So, you know, he's dead. You know, her her daughter is suffering bad with, you know, the brain injury. So, 
you know, so she's taught me a lot about, you know, different types of brain injury, injuries, traumas, all, all, you know, authorizations of the brain. But, uh, mostly, you know, I listen to her with this environmental trauma. Mm. So I feel like the world is in environmental trauma. You know, it's all, just like you said, it's a trickle down effect from everything that, you know, we've been through. You know, it might be the smallest thing. It could stem from something someone said, drug mm. use, alcoholism. We just learned that alcoholism is a, a brain injury. Oh, yeah. Just learned that. I just learned that last week. Yes. So I had a um, guest on that told us all about that. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. You know what well, I mean? I'm glad marijuana, though. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> addictive personalities. You yeah. Know what I mean? yeah. Marijuana, too. That's, you know, it's an addictive personality that you have to smoke a joint every day. Mm-hmm. It's addictive. You know what I mean? So, like, it, it's part of it. You know, it's part of trauma. It's not saying that your your brain is messed up. Or and it, it, it all goes back to what you use as a coping mechanism. What do you use? What, what do you use to cope with? You know, and well, well, well another thing too, because well, see, I have to use medical marijuana because my brain injury, um, you know, brain injury. The uh, I have like these like like where I'm like awake and like. Like face feels like it's turning and twisting different different it's ways. Stroking out, yo! I swear, and like mm. this stuff that's is not. That's a stroke, man. Mm. That's a stroke. And this was when I was taking galactin, and I was like, and I went, like, and like, yo, I would literally be woke, and like my daughter, she like literally was watching me. You know what I mean? And like, and it was crazy because she was like, you might be allergic to like, some of that stuff. And that stuff is just yeah. at my face, so. I use the, the 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 marijuana keeps it down because I'll have those things where I go, ooh, and like you know those moments and like I gotta grab onto the wheel wherever I'm at. Like, you see the doctor hard. about that? No. Like but you have a mini. So the last oh. time I had one, I had like twice, it was back to back, wow, and then the now, last. You want like you on the verge of having this one was real, real long though this time. It was real long. And I was like, I thought I was I couldn't hold it no more. And I'm like, I and, I, and, like and, it, and it felt like I was really like slipping ready to give up on it. And then like it just went away. And I was like, oh God. And I felt you know, I came back and I'm like, all right, cool. But you know, wow. it's you know. With the so brain injuries is, is tough to deal with when you don't know what they you know what I mean, I what really- it may cause or where it comes from or I don't really you think that's I mean? a, a back injury. That's um, you 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 have nerve damage in your back. He had um, a few car accidents. They oh, they tore his brain. His brain. His brain. It's your brain. All right. Well, he says his brain. It's your brain. That's the story he's sticking to it. Yeah, it's his story. He's sticking to it. I almost he died in 2006. Sure, I remember the sure day that, that I remember the day that my brain messed up. Like, I, 2006, I almost died. I, you know, it wasn't for those he, people he coming to help. Serious. You know what I mean? Help me at that and time. That happens, I would have died. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I would definitely, I would definitely I, seek. You know I would saying? definitely seek his physician's just, opinion. You know what I mean? So, but you know, we deal with things in life. You know what I mean? 
And that's what we just dealt with. My body, I know when something crazy is going on. We deal with those things. Because I have a back injury too from car accidents. And um, I was taking this one, um, what's that stuff that I'm I'm allergic to? Uh, Lyrica. Mm -hmm. And it made my face feel numb. I immediately stopped taking it. I reported it to my doctor or whatever. They don't put the stuff near me. I knew what was going Mm -hmm. on. You know what I mean? But I did have um, a heart attack in June. Mm. So, and I didn't know I was having a heart attack, but. Yeah. I had pain, but I had pain down like on my right side, like on the side, like, and I was vomiting and having hot flashes. I didn't know, you know, I wasn't like, oh, Elizabeth, I'm coming. Right. You know, like, it was nothing like that. Mm. You know, no vice grip. You know, you hear all that. No right. vice grip feeling or nothing. Just like, mm. oh, my stomach, something's nasty. Because you, 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 you were lucky. You called an early warning sign. Uh, yeah, early. Yeah. A, lot, a lot of people don't catch those to it too late. You know, that if you overlooked it, you know, just because it may have subsided on its own. But again, that's still underlying, something underlying that's about to happen in the future. I probably would have. If my daughter wouldn't have told me to go to the hospital, I would have never went. I would have gotten Because shortly after I was uh, at the hospital, everything stopped. Mm. You know, but they were still running the tests on me and everything and told me what was going on. But I probably would have never went. I would have never known. Right, right. Mm. Yeah, but it's hard out here. Yeah, you know what I mean? The message is, is clear. For everybody that's watching, uh, the message is clear and we we need to start working on ourselves, you know, we need change. Mm. You know, if we don't have any change, we're not gonna uh but we're not gonna get any better, okay? And, and and it's hard to say, you know, those that want to get any better. You know, if you want to get any better, uh, step into some type of meditation, motivation, some some type of something. I would say, you know, find your why. Find I your why. why. Find your why. I mean, it's there. You just have to, you really just have to look at yourself and accept why it is, you know, you know welcoming the happiness within yourself. You got to find that. You got to find what that drive is, find what that motivation is, find what keeps you pushing and, and then harness build from there. You know, I, 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 just like you said before, you know, we have to be willing, willing. I use that word willing to, to step out and, and, uh, and be the best that we can be. We got to be willing to make those changes and those sacrifices in our lives so we can grow. Stagnation is not for us. It never has been. Right. We, we are we are designed to grow in all the, all areas of our life. Well put. That's it. Yes, yeah, well put. If, you, if, you, if I mean, you start out as a child, you know, so your parents is there. Watching you grow, who's instilling things in you? You know what I mean? Is you gonna let Chubby go out here and learn all this stuff from people outside of the door, or her initial learning is from you guys? 
Yeah, what well, yeah, with due respect, all all the learning comes from with from the home within. You know what I mean? And then it spreads on the outside because you have to let your kids understand life. You know what I mean? On the outside, so then you can have some type of balance. You feel what I'm saying? Because if you always keep somebody sheltered all all the time, then they become the sheltered person. Then you 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 harness they harness these bad habits. You feel what I'm saying? That are you know. You know, they seem good, but they're bad because then it shelters them and makes them seem like a loner and stuff like this. So you have to balance life out so then you can be a better person. You feel what I'm saying? When you look at life, you know, you could be able to blend in. You know what I mean? Boom, but that's how, I want, going on. that's how I want to look at change as youth growing. Mm-hmm. You have to start small. And grow. Yeah, with the youth, that's like this kid I seen. I seen. No, I'm saying my... with the, with the change. I mean, you're not actually yeah. a kid. I'm saying treat your change as you would raise your child. What does yeah. that mean? Treat your change as you raise your child. That's right. I think, you have, I, think you, I think you have to. You have to embrace it. You have to embrace the change. So just like you embrace your children, you got to understand. I said it. Change is hard at first. Messy in the middle and re- rewarding at the end. Raising a child is hard. There's no blueprint for that. There's no right. manual. There's just so many things that they're going to go through. There's, there's so many things that they're going to go through. No matter how much you change up, them kids still will be. But you know what? But the great thing about it is you still have that, that impact to, to come back and say, you know, there's so many things that I didn't didn't think that I would get and be in resemblance of, of what my father taught me until I got older. I understand why he said what he said then. I understand why why he 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 prefaced do this. I understand why he prefaced make sure that you you read more. I understand why he he prefaced it you might want to stay out of that avenue or that wheelhouse for for life yeah. because, because right. this is this this is what it could lead to. And, and and we are going to make mistakes. That's life. We are our kids are going our kids are going to make mistakes. They truly are, but you yeah, just they're have ones that wait until they almost what twenty nine to really as, get it. As a as a parent though, as a parent, you got to trust. You got to trust. You got to trust and believe that you've done all the right things to set them up and, right. and gave them gave them something that that is so valuable called common sense. Right, right, right. <laughs> absolutely. Because right now I'm having a difficult time. with Stepson, you know what I mean? I'm like dropping jewels on you every day. Bow, boom, bow. Yo, you ain't got to do it like this. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, use your head for more than just a hat rack. You know what I'm saying? Like, ah, you're not, you're not getting it. You know, like, I'll be like, come on, Maybe man. And he's a change. You know what? It's not. You got, you got, you got. What they told me was, well, damn, listen. I'm just going to just do everything that I'm supposed to do because I already knew what I was supposed to do. You know, he, I guess he found his little, what do you call it, lighthouse moment. You know what I mean? <laughs> Once he found out that, well, you know, as they would say, the feds was running up in the house. You know, you know who the feds is for the kids. You know what I'm saying? Boom, you know what I mean? So now he feel like, oh, no, I got to back up off this dog because they ain't going to take me down. You know what I mean? So now he want to get his act together. He want to do the schoolwork. You know what I mean? He want he want to pay attention. He want to clean up, handle his responsibilities. Mm-hmm. You know, stuff that you would always instilling, but they weren't getting because you know what I mean. But because he's a kid that's always at home, and this is always being implemented, he has no choice but to have a lighthouse moment at twelve years old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Some get it early, some get it late. 
some get it now or some get it behind beat till it's round, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was always I was always taught that's it's no not, old school saying, right? You know, what I mean? we got our workbook. You know, they they got it. Easy, taught, it's not if it's not if you get it, but when you get it. Yeah, you gonna yeah. get it. You gonna get it <laughs> at some point. You gonna get it. So yeah. that's how we do it. Yeah. So it's all love and war. You know what I mean? But um, at the end of the day, uh, I, I, I've always loved change. Change. I, my actual, uh, my actual company is called Fetish for Change. Oh yeah. You know, um, I actually made a song. You know, due to that, because uh, you know, Fetish for Change. Because uh, mm-hmm. I have a Fetish for Change, so I'm always implementing change in my life because I know that every obstacle, like I got to jump over. If you try to put a little wall over, no, I'm, I'm climbing it. I'm jumping over it. I got to change up because no, you're not stopping me. I got to keep growing. Mm-hmm. I'm like a easy jitterbug. Guy, I'm like a jitterbug. You see, I still got my coat on. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I got to go. I'm on the go. I'm ready to go. You know what I'm saying? I'm always ready. I'm just like, all right, ooh, smiling, ah, chinning and chinning. But knowing that my life is still hard, at the end of the day, I walk out here and I go and I drive. I think about life. I think about what's going on. I think about my moves. I think what I got to do. You know what I mean? But then as soon as I see somebody, hey, what's going on? Yeah, paper man back with a bang man. What's up? What's up? Yeah, hey, hey, what's going on? You know, just to, so people won't know, you know, really what's going on because we got to fight our own stuff by ourselves. It's only two people that they really love. You feel what I'm saying? They get the love and affection is babies and women. You feel what I'm saying? Hmm. Men, we don't get love. We get loved on See, we what we can do or what well, we can provide. You know what I'm saying? Then that's when they love the man. You feel what I'm saying? If I ain't got nothing, she ain't gonna love me. You know what I'm saying? As soon as I got a little something, that she love me. You know what I mean? Yeah, that she wanna shake and bake with a player. You feel what I'm saying? But that's how it is. That's how it's structured. That's how it's designed. <laughs> this is why I have that that level of you know I could be hood. I could be be you know straight up and down you know i could be in the middle i could be you know what i mean because at those points in time you're going to need to be able to be a camille to be able to be like you know to understand life like man you get it once you get it on those levels you're like oh just like all everything that you dishing out oh you get it on this level that boom now you got it's one big circle but at the end of the day you know what i got a thing i got a famous i got a famous thing that i always say is in life we should be taught to play chess, not checkers. Everything, everything is calculated. Everything is directed. Everything is centered around, around strategically, strategically mm-hmm. knowing what to do. To, but again, it, within that game of chess, you still want to make sure that you are doing things the right way. Right. You can't take shortcuts. Shortcuts lead to shortcuts lead to being taken backwards, and you don't want to be taken backwards. Jack leg, that's what you were saying. You cut corners to a jack leg. That's it. You you have to make sure that you're doing doing things the right way, and understand that at some point, at some point inside your game of chess, you are going to become stagnant. You you are. It's like like this. What's what's the fool saying of um. You know, they say the master of one is the mat. You know what I mean? So, boom. So, they say jack of all trades is a, you know. Jack of all trades, master of none. Right. But at the end of the day, a jack of all trades is still a master of better than a master of one. You feel what I'm saying? People don't understand that that's the full saying of it. You know what I mean? They just take what they want from it and be like, boom, wow. 
No, even though you a jack of all trades, yeah, I'm a master. I ain't a master of one, but I'm a, I'm still a master better than one. You feel what I'm saying? Because now I know a different. I know I got so many different. So hustles. you know a whole lot, right? Mm-hmm. You feel you know what I'm saying? Master, yeah, and so it's cool thing. to be a jack of all trades to know different things because this is how you execute. You, you got five five limbs. They all do different. You know, hey, what's up? Hey, yo, my feet walk, me. You know what I mean? Is think they, you know what I see? So I do different things. So we gotta be able to be, you know, down there. A lot of, a lot of tools in your toolbox. Right. And understand it. That, well, uh, that's like, uh, the straw man. Um, it took me a while to, uh, to understand the actual book because I was reading it like a book. Like, no, uh, I just read through it. Boom. I got to like page 19 and I'm like, light bulb click. Like, I'm like, oh, I don't even understand. Oh, this is how you gotta do it. You gotta go to the reference, to the reference, to the reference, to the reference. Then once the reference stops, then go back, read again. Then once you go to the next door, the reference, to the reference, to the reference, to the reference. Now you get it. Now I get the book. Now I get the, 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 the how the design of the straw man is and how the different words and everything mean different things and how certain things could be its own circle of life. And it's a million and different one things, but you can have a million and different one circles of life of how you interact with things. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if you know this making sense, but you know what I mean? So it's, it's many different variables out there. That's why I be trying to tell people, like, don't just think about just one thing when it comes to something. No, think about the different variables that can happen to it. You That's right. You go like, different plans. Oh, plan A, plan B, plan C. Yeah, absolutely. I it's the strategy yeah. of it. Because you can put yourself in position, but oh, it might be a position in <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's like, whoa, you you didn't even see it out clearly. Like, you know what I mean? So it's like, you know, the back to with chess. Like, you got to, boom, all right, you go make that move and be all jiffy and swiffy. But then bang, bang, there you go. Now you in check. What's up? Oh, man, I don't know what happened. I ain't thinking all the way through. Mm-hmm. The better man got the better up on. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, and that's how life is, man. You gotta, gotta yes. rock to, rock to your own bells and drum. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And take somebody else's advice and turn it into a gym. You feel what I'm saying? Well, and you don't, you can't be afraid to fail. So you, you cannot be afraid. You cannot no. be afraid to fail because again, what is failure? Failure means nothing if you learn something along the pro- in the process, right? You, you're, you're not failing. You, you know what you need to do. You know what you need to work on. You know your, your strong suit. You know your weak, your, your, I don't say your weakness. You know your area of opportunity, right? You they know. They say stepping up your game. Yeah. You need, you need to make sure you need to understand exactly what you need to do from this point forward, this point forward. So that's what, again, when we talk about change, don't be afraid of change. There's going to be some things that's going to, the 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 stop the 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 stymie or stop stop that change at some point. But guess what? That is that that what we we'll call it pause. That's that pause and reset button. You know, and we all got that pause and reset button. Sometimes we got to recalculate. Like yeah. you talked about, talked about thinking yeah. about yeah, thinking about another opportunity. Yeah. Right? How, to get, how to get it together yeah, before you get it, before you keep moving. So I would just again, I would encourage everybody. Please don't do not be afraid. To, uh, of, of your endeavors. Most of all, believe in yourself because you, you are your, your greatest gift that you have is yourself. Don't ever shortchange yourself. Don't ever say I can't because you can and always, and always believe that, that you, that you will get it done. 
on every single day. You're going to get it done. You you rose for a purpose. Now let's get it done. That's let's it. Get, let's That's get it, it done. Every morning when you get up, you better thank, you better thank God or whoever, you know, whoever you want to thank. But, you know, open your eyes. You better think that you're here because there's a purpose out there. That's you. Absolutely. absolutely. You woke up for a purpose. <laughs> uh, cut the TV on and sit there on the couch and watch it. Mm-hmm. Or if you did, something's coming on the TV that you need to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and most of the stuff that comes on television is things that are the world. Oh, yeah. You know, it's bad news. You know, I just sit there and watch I Love Lucy all day long. Just not to hear nothing bad. Yeah. You yeah. know, and the worst thing is, is her doing some crazy stuff to Ricky. Mm hmm. You know, just to, just not to see nothing bad. Yeah, life again. Yeah, that's all, right. that, all that you have to, you have to know, you have to, uh, you have to learn and understand, uh, uh, tragedy and all that stuff. So, you know, it all plays a part in life. So it helps you grow. So, you know what I mean? Yeah, but so why, why do you have to, Learn tragedy. Smart. Like, it's a lot of youth that are learning too much tragedy. And, you don't have to have tragedy in your face every day. You don't. In each one of my, each one of the series that I, that I write in the process, I have a, what I call a mission statement. And this one I call a global mission statement. And what I mean by global I means what I'm saying affects every single person all the time. And I said, you know, made me think about when you were just talking about it. I said, in my life, I've learned not only who I am, but what I am. This allows me to understand the why in my process and to accept the blessings received to say, if I only knew then what I know now. Mm. now. Inside those are embedded nine different acronyms or words that I've t- changed and flipped into acronyms. But the bigger picture about that is, is what, we, what we're talking about, taking that self-reflection, taking that time to, to kind of pause for a minute, go back and reassess some of the things that were said, taught, uh, uh, we, we, we watched, we learned from, things that, that were good, bad, ugly, and then turn around and reframe those and accept, again, as I say, accept the blessings received because there was a blessings received in all those messages that, that we had, whether they were bad, whether we didn't like them or not, whether you know, we got caught up, whether we got caught, whether we didn't get caught. There was a blessing inside each one of those to go back and say, if I only knew then what I know now. So I, I would ask that everybody take a moment and listen to those series. Um, it's going, it definitely will change your life. It has the words and wisdom inside there that will make a difference in what you do and what you see on a daily basis. But more importantly, how, how to process it. And, and, well, and take, you know where we can find them at? You can go to, I'm on Anchor. I'm on Spotify. I'm on, uh, uh, uh excuse me, Anchor, Spotify, uh, so, iHeartRadio. Pandora. So everywhere you can get podcasts. Anywhere you can get them. I have YouTube, uh, YouTube videos as well. Um, I did a short movie or uh, short video movie for If I Only Knew Then What I Know Now, the midpoint of the series. It, mm-hmm. I produced it two weeks ago, has 31,000 views already. So people are, are understanding that this is, as I said, I, my mission was a global message to get people to understand this is serious or what we are or where we're at in life. 
So all those, um, it's just, it's amazing to have an opportunity just to share. You know what I mean? We, we take for granted a lot of times how powerful our voices are. And, and we talked earlier, we keep talking about this one word, change. How, fact, how effectively our voices can help put change on the mind of somebody. And if, we, if we're thinking about it, we can execute it. Once we execute it, it makes a difference all the way around. So when we go look for your podcast, it's uh, Mark V. Smith? Mark Smith, The Process. Mark Smith, The Process. I already followed you on Anchor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My um, podcast, the Comfort Level Podcast, is on all, all the uh, same ones mm-hmm. as well. So mm-hmm. we follow each other. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm definitely going to be listening to those segments because it's going to define everything that we talked about today. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so it's great. So you guys, everywhere uh, you listen to podcasts, and you can find Mark V. Smith uh, process. Uh, we also going to be posting it uh, more on our social media as well as this video, so that. Uh, if you miss anything, you can recap everywhere. So, mm-hmm. you know, we're on uh, Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, YouTube. Um, just uh, we are uh, um, what you call it? doing it on. We live on the Instagram right now. We have it on there, even though Instagram is not uh, connected in our stream, but we still uh, have it on the Instagram. Mm-hmm. You know, so, um, we're doing more plat, more platforms, uh, as much as we can. Every time mm-hmm. you know, we can get a good connection, uh, we're going to connect. So, you know, we're trying to spread the word as far as we can. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. I would, I can't wait to just listen, you know, to see what, what, what he has to offer in those, um, yeah, because I really want to follow up on some of this stuff we've been talking about because it's going to, you know, not that I'm not getting it from what you say or anything like you that. You always got to go back and, and, and oh, reassess yeah, that. You know, and, and recap on, you know, like and I always go there. back and, and, and look at the show. Yeah. So then I got, oh, hard, boom, anything I might have missed or you feel what I'm saying? Anything mm-hmm. like I might wanted to hear again, I'd be like, oh, yeah, because I remember, I want to, oh, yeah, I'll get that later. Cause I'll, you know. And one good thing about uh, the podcast and uh, recorded speeches, anything that's recorded, put it that way, you can always go back and reference to it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, you know, such as, uh, well, social media made as good as a book. <laughs> that's right. That's right. It's always, again, it's as well, but. It's always, again, it's always a blessing. I love what, what, what you guys have put together. I, I you, you're making it. You are doing the epitome of what I talk about. You're making a difference. You're out there. You're, you're giving a message. You're, you're sharing of yourselves. When we talk, when we talk about your time, your talent, and your treasure, you're sharing it with, with everybody right now. And then they continue to go back and listen to it. Yeah. So. We, that's what we have to do together. We have to collaborate together. We have to work together. We have to, because we're on the same page. We truly are. We want the same. I would love to take your course. Man. The same, same results. We want the same things out of life to, to, again, what I talk about, to make a change for the future, you know, to, to make our, to make it better for our, our kids, our grandkids and our great grandbabies at the end of the day. And I'm glad, I'm really glad. I mean, you go back and think about, think about it, you know, and I, I they say, 
one of the greatest things that came out of, of COVID was, again, I'm sorry for everybody who lost family and friends. That's not good at all. But one of the greatest things is it, we, if had it not been for COVID or, or, or what's, or what has gone on, we, mm-hmm. none of us could have connected. We wouldn't have connected. We, we couldn't have connected. We, like my, like minds could not yeah. have collaborated together to push things forward for other people to, to as I say, grow forward. So it was, it, there was, it was a, an intended message or intended thing that was set up inside that storm that, that allowed people to help navigate and, and unify and become one. Boy, so, that's what I said. I said the same thing that <laughs> Ain't no doubt, like, Ain't no the doubt. COVID did some things for us that we don't even know about to bring forth Change uh, courses so, so of people's change. lives. You yes. know what I'm saying? Like, now, mm-hmm. a whole lot of when, rotation came about. about on that. the other uh, hand, when we talking about trauma and stuff like that, some people got to some good stuff. Yeah, absolutely. You know, they made the change. They put the, they put the pedal to the metal. Mm-hmm. You know what I they mean? They seen the opportunity and all of <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> a lot of opportunity out here too. Yeah, you see it. Pedal to the metal you and see got things together, make flip the script, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. And they live in happy, constructive lives mm-hmm. and new, brand new businesses mm-hmm. and things like that. You, you know, know how to I weather mean? the storm. Yeah, because we realized that we had to help each other. Mm-hmm. I, I called. I wrote a series. I wrote my series. My series was entitled when I released it in March of 2019. It was called The Perfect Storm. See? It's called The Perfect Storm. And I wrote, I wrote the, all my messages inside the very beginning of COVID just because there was something speaking to me saying, Hey, man, there's so much that, that, that people can get from this that they didn't, that they don't see yet. You know, remember I, I said it earlier. Some people can see, but not many have vision. So exactly. that was it. that was it right there. It was something there that you need to take advantage of this opportunity to where we had nothing but time, nothing mm-hmm. but time. You know, you, you, if you if you needed to, to refresh and get uh, a further education, you had the time. If you need to work on yourself, you had the time. If you need to mend relationships, you had the time. If you needed to, if if you to kind of read my head totally right and reframe from and slow down from the from the streets and doing what you were doing, guess what? You had the time. You truly had the time to do it. Had the time. <laughs> you right. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm definitely going to get with you. Because I want to know how to build that business. You feel what I'm saying? Get in front of those people. Get those okay. loans. Just, I got this gardening thing going on when I do gardening that I, you know. Okay. Yes. Uh, shoot, me, shoot, me email, shoot me your contact info. And we, you know, we'll connect and we'll talk about some different things and find out, you know, what you want to do. And I can help point you in the right direction with with some people as well. Absolutely. Now, what part of the, uh, where, 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 where are you from again? I'm in, I'm right outside of Baltimore. I'm between Baltimore and DC. I'm in Laurel, Maryland. So oh, okay. right in between. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cause, um, my, um, my, uh, my wife, she goes down to, um, to DC to, uh, to, uh, to these farming conventions. Mm, okay. Yeah. So, cause she's an agricultural. So okay. she does a lot of like, you know, going out there and then, you know, they got a little club and they all get together and think about what they could do and how they could conquer, you know, the world with the, you know, farming. So, you know, so that's cause, you know, Bill Gates is trying to take that over. So, you know, yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. Get in there. Why it's, why it's sweet. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
I know. You know, and I know how to grow. So now, like, I've, I've done it. So it's easy. It's like, and I'm about to, boom, when I come out, wow, I just want to teach a whole bunch of people, kids and stuff like that, all that. Like, it's going. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I get it. I get it. Yeah. So, yeah, we definitely, we'll definitely um, um, shoot me an email and with yeah. your contact info, and we'll definitely connect and we're able to, um, um, able to make sure I can get it, get stuff to you. All right, Mark. Well, it was it was it was it was a pleasure. Uh, we, we we thank you for for coming and um, you know voicing yourself and um, yeah, with that. And, and putting your business out there and the things that you do and you love. Um, mm-hmm. And again, you know, opening yourself up to the world. You know, you may have saved one young life. We got a caller. Oh, wow. Let's see. Maybe they may have a question for you. Hold on a minute. Huh. WCMD, the couple of a podcast you're live on the air. How may I help you? Maybe they ain't saying nothing. Could be some spam. We get some spam too. I get them on. I get on oh, my phone too. Nobody's here. All right. <laughs> At least we got prank caller. We we take prank calls too. Prank caller. They may have a good question. Uh-huh. We maybe it got an, maybe it got answered. Maybe it got answered. Which was nothing. But um, thank you for uh for coming on um and hope to uh see you again and uh talk to you again and look and forward. And I will stay in contact in as well. Absolutely, absolutely. And we'll keep on spreading uh what you have to offer uh to our people. But if if there's somebody in your um area that wants to get with you other than your email address, um how do how do we share that? I uh, can go to my website. Which is the the process marksmith.com. Okay, I have it. Yep, they can do right. That's the easiest way to catch me. Okay, the process marksmith.com. We'll be posting that up uh on on the uh, on our Facebook page and uh my website will be posted up uh so that people can contact you. I appreciate I appreciate your time. It may change, reach a lighthouse moment. That's it. That's it. No, follow the process. That's what they need to do. Yeah, they, 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 you, can't, you can't stop the process. Yeah, I mean, follow the process. I think that's a good title too, as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So we got some uh, overseas viewers on here. I can't even pronounce their name. Annalena uh, Taramik. We got the Pew. We had Laurie Edwards Jr. and uh, Meek Forty Sixth Street. Uh, came in, uh, made a couple uh, heart comments, things like that, and Good. you know, like, but uh, not really any uh, questions or comments. All you. right, well, anytime they know how to get a hold of me, just reach out. I love to connect, and, and uh, remember, your why is greater than your situation, which is part of your process. All right, uh, Mark Reed Smith, everybody, thank I you so much. Carry them out, so thank, thank you. you. I was real professional like that. Nice. <laughs> see, black people doing good things. You know what I'm saying? That's what we like to see people. You feel what I'm saying? Black people doing good things and spreading the word and knowledge. You feel what I'm saying? And we about to be out here. Y'all. We gonna leave. We coming home, stepping over new stepping stones to a better home. We're looking forward, said I see the throne. I'm in the zone, deconcentrating. You sent the game deflating, better give it new life. Throw the dice, you relating. No striking down. That's my opinion. Bigger and better things I need to surely convince I'm tired of bullets flying, running from cops, hopping fences. And the government got a nerve to ask why we defensive.
to go but guess what we had a good day and we out hey!